Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Nice, Messi! the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such, such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a Wednesday, wacky Wednesday here on ZFM Sport and on the home front today the Zimbabwe women's national cricket team are looking to maintain a perfect record and finish top of the group as they are currently taking on the United Arab Emirates in the final group B of a group B match of the women's T20 World Cup qualifier the Tolerance Oval in our power profile which is proudly brought to you by Cardinal Properties we feature one of the greatest runners in history Haile Gabri Selassie and then in Around the World in 60 we have updates from England Italy and Australia in the beautiful game we'll start off with some uh, transfer speculation uh, where Tottenham Hotspur are becoming increasingly concerned about Bayern Munich's interest in star striker Harry Kane that's according to reports uh, in La Liga Real Madrid's uh, Marco Asensio turned down the chance to categorically rule out a move to Barcelona after being linked with a sensational move across the classical divide and and the Nations League is back as France resume League A Group 1 duties at home to Austria, having seen their hopes of back-to-back titles crash and burn. Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe cricket captain. You're listening to ZFM Sport. Z. Yeah, it's FM Sport on a wacky Wednesday. We'll be talking about the Lady Chevrons momentarily. We're going to give you a local sports news roundup, but don't forget you can let us know what your thoughts are out of the world of sports. 0731 168045. That's 0731 168045. International break. It is Seiko. Here's a local sports news roundup. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. Let's start off with some athletics news where long-distance runner Elijah Mabunu is set to join the long-distance runners camp to prepare for next month's Cape Town Marathon. Mabunu just returned from South Africa Regional Police Chiefs Cooperation Organization Games held in Tanzania and joins Moses Tarakinu, Wellington Varevi, Tendai Zimuto and Tatenda Hove who are already in camp. Head over to some volleyball news. All is set for the Interprovincial Volleyball Tournament slated for Mashingo next month. The two-day competition will run on the 14th and 15th of October at Great Zimbabwe University's Mashaba campus. Zimbabwe Volleyball Association Vice President Brian Manuel said everything was in place and they expected all provinces to be represented. And we'll finish off with some news from the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. Highlander Central defender Andrew Tandy, who has been out of action for four months, is happy with his recovery. The tough tackling defender, however, said he is unsure if he'll play in this year's campaign. Tandy sustained a calf bone fracture following a challenge by former Dynamo striker Bill Antonio who has since joined a Belgian side, KV Michelin. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. 
All right, like we said, we're talking about our girls who are very happy girls out in the UAE, the Zimbabwe Women's National Team, Cricket Team. And are they looking to maintain a perfect record and finish top of the group as they are currently taking on the United Arab Emirates in their final Group B match of the Women's T20 World Cup qualifier at the Tolerance Oval. Zimbabwe won their first two matches, beating Papua New Guinea by eight wickets on Sunday, before following that up with another dominant six-wicket victory over Thailand on Monday. Now, after the win against Thailand, Zimbabwe ensured qualification into the semi-finals, but will also be looking to beat the UAE and finish top of the group. And now, just an update as to what's happening at the Tolerance Oval, the delightfully named, uh, is that Zimbabwe won the toss and elected to bat. Uh, they have played se- uh, 17 overs so far. They're in the 18th, and uh, Zimbabwe is currently 104 for the loss of four wickets at the crease. Pelagia Mujaji who's sitting on 11 runs off uh, six balls and Modesta Mpachikwa uh, who has scored 21 off 20 uh, deliveries she's faced uh, uh, the immediate fall of wicket was that of uh, captain Marianne Musonda who went uh, for 15 uh, so the uh, lady chevrons might looking like they might uh, post a decent total uh, without having seen the UAE bat <laughs> I, I, I think post the total uh, yeah. because uh, I'm quite concerned Concerned uh, about the modest score that we've got on board, uh, sure. not uh, in the context of the game that we are playing, uh, because I think uh, if we get a 120, 130, I think we still have uh, enough in our armory to defend that against the United Arab Emirates side that we beat uh, quite convincingly uh, in the in lead the up to this tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's looking ahead uh, to where we're going to possibly p- play the Irish, where we need to post totals that are a challenge to the better bat- batting sides mm. uh, and give something. Uh, uh, for our bowlers to defend so uh, 103 for 4 right now after uh, 17 overs Barry you would have expected that to be sort of like you know what uh, maybe 120 uh, 125 130 at yeah, this stage yeah. uh, looking maybe to nudge your your, your 140s uh, against a side like the United Arab Emirates because this is a bottom draw side let's yeah. make no mistake about it uh, they're not a top draw side so we should be uh, putting in more convincing performances yeah and uh, the, the, the those that are at the crease haven't been very assertive have they? And I mean, we're looking at uh, Pelagium Jaji, who seems to be taking it to the bowlers and, and counter-attacking quite a bit. Uh, but she seems to be the only one. There, there was uh, the the the, um, the economy of uh, the batters who, who went in before uh, this, uh, I think, could have done a lot more uh, to trot up that run rate. And uh, perhaps Mike has a point there uh, that against the better sides, these are the sides where you, you warm up. This is net practice for you because yeah. you're going to win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so make sure that you do the business and that's what I would have expected I think when you take a look at the runs on their own uh, Shana Meyer's contributing with 23 uh, Chipo Mugeri Tiripano with 16 Marianne Musonda with 15 um, when you're taking a look at first of all the spread that we've got now is okay but I think the run rate like you're talking about is a little bit problematic I think we could have done a lot better to maximize um, in terms of how we were getting the scores up and unfortunately it's not what's happened but again Against the tougher opponents, um, we're, we're not going to be so lucky, I don't think. And it's going to still be, I think, a tough 
score to defend for our bowlers and we've seen already in this tournament our bowling is not one of our greatest areas I think we do better with the bat than with the ball well just to put it into context uh, guys uh, when you take a look at uh, the two matches that were played in the other group because yeah, uh, yeah. we're going to play uh, one of either Bangladesh or the Irish and uh, mm. it looks like it's going to be the Irish so let's talk about the Irish they played against Scotland mm. uh, they posted 164 uh, for three in the 20 overs oh. now that is a pretty good score yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Scots themselves uh, 148 uh, 145 for eight so uh, they were uh, moving at a fair clip as well and when you take a look at the run rates there uh, the Irish 8.2 uh, the Scots 7.2 mm. right now Zimbabwe in this particular game that we are playing against the United Arab Emirates side that we know we are better against uh, than we've got a, a run rate of 5.94 yeah there we go yeah uh, and and that, that's never going to be good enough and against better bowling yeah <laughs> that's coming so uh, it, it's a bit of a challenge and uh, there's been a fall of wicket uh, Pilaji Mijaji uh, uh, trying to go for the big shot and uh, didn't connect quite well just got a top edge and uh, has been taken so she falls on a sword now Zimbabwe sitting on 107 for uh, 5 18.1 overs having been played so we'll see how uh, the UAE will respond to that but certainly a bit of concern coming out of uh, Zimbabwe's performance out of the uh, against the UAE likelihood is that we will face Ireland in the semi-finals we'll we need to do a lot better than we've done today all right we're going to give you the cardinal properties a power profile and then we will dash into around the world in 60. from the front of the grid to the back of the net it's cfm sport power profile on cfm sport the great stories of great athletes in the great events in the world of sport our profile is brought to you by Cardinal Properties, Zimbabwe's most trusted property developer. Zimbabwe's most uh, trusted uh, property developer, now a friend in sport, and they bring you today's power profile. We're talking about Cardinal Properties, and of course, uh, they have developed properties for over 10 years, including residential, commercial, and light industrial properties. We've told you about the new transformation that's coming to Rua. That's the Silverbrook Estate, an upmarket, low-density estate east of Harare. This brand-new estate delivers all the amenities you'd want in an easy urban setting. That's a shopping center, schools, recreational areas, and most importantly, the serenity of being away from the city's hustle and bustle. Located 20 kilometers. I was about to say 20 meters. <laughs> that wouldn't be far away from the hustle and bustle at all. And now located 20 kilometers from the Harare CBD, this upmarket low-density estate is certainly what it promises effortless living in Rua. We have 300 stands available ranging from 750 square meters to 1,500 square meters in size with the average stand sitting at 1,000 square meters. Stay tuned to find out more about Silverbrook Estate. Alright, let's get into our power profile and today we're talking about Haley Gebri Selassie who is considered one of the greatest runners in history with victories and world records in almost every long distance and middle distance event. Aside from his Olympic and World Championship victories, he also won major titles at all distances from 15,000 meters to the marathon. Gebri Selassie's career broke 27 world records. Yes, you heard me correct. 
27 world records, including the 2,000 metres on an indoor track to the full 42 kilometres off the marathon in 1994. Haley Gabri Selassie is widely recognised as one of the greatest runners of all time. Haley was born on the 18th of April 1973, one of 10 children and grew up on a farm in Asi province, Ethiopia. As a child, he ran 10 kilometers barefoot to school each day and another 10 kilometers back home. As an adult, he ran with his left arm crooked, the effect of years spent running with books under his arm. Barry, we often talk about the start that athletes get and how it's incredibly important, especially on the African content continent. This start, though, a little bit unconventional. Unconventional, but uh, still the, pre- the preparation then showed in the end because he was already getting his 10,000 hours in uh, early in life and I love the fact that he ran with a crooked arm because of the muscle memory at of least he never books. dropped the books <laughs> he never dropped the books at the fair point uh, now his first race was a 1,500 meter school race although he was younger than the other competitors he started off fast and held on to win his big breakthrough on the international scene came in 1992 when he won the junior world title at 5,000 meters and 10,000 meters. The next season, in his first year in the senior ranks, Haley won his first world champion title, taking the 10,000 meters title, and that was in Stuttgart. And now Haley went on to win four consecutive world titles at this distance in 1993, 95, 97, and his final world 10,000 meter title in 1999 in the Spanish city of Seville. In 1995, he continued his dominance on the track and lowered the world record for both the 5,000 and 10,000 meters. His first Olympic success came in 1996 in Atlanta where he won gold in the 10,000 meters and 2,000 games in Sydney. Haley successfully defended his 10,000-meter title, narrowly beating the great Paul Turgat by a fraction of a second after a blistering last 200 meters. And uh, these are the athletes, I mean, when you talk about Haley, Gabriel Selassie, Chris, as well as Paul Taggart, that brought global interest mm. to middle and long-distance running merely by their competitiveness because the, ga- the runs were always so close. Yeah, and when you take a look at uh, sports in general, when you get these personalities who become dominant, when there's a lot of competition, I think it really drives interest. And that's what they managed to do in this period. I don't think prior to this, there was any particular focus on the long distance. I think always the short distance. Yeah, we're all interested in the sprints. You know, Kyle Lewis, Ben Johnson, Michael Johnson. And here come these two men and ensure that this particular category gets a lot more attention. And that was across the globe. But heading into the 2004 Athens Olympics, he attempted to become the first athlete to win three consecutive gold medals at the 10,000 meters. However, shortly before the Olympic Games, he did sustain an injury which prevented him from training. And the final, he came fifth, being eclipsed by compatriot Kenenisa Bekele. Now, after the 2004 Olympics, Haley concentrated on marathons and road races. In 2007, he won the Berlin Marathon in a new world record time, standard fair, a world record <laughs> he would lower in the same Berlin Marathon the next year. In 2008, he hoped to win another Olympic medal in Beijing. However, he decided to opt out of the marathon because of fears over air quality. He finished sixth in the 10,000 meters. He later said he regretted not doing the marathon as the air quality was not as bad as some feared. And now throughout his career, Haley set 27 world records, like we said earlier, at various distances. Moreover, he broke 61 Ethiopian records, ranging from the 800 meters to the marathon. 
Haley possessed, uh, possesses two Olympic 10,000 meter gold medals and nine world titles to underline his status as arguably the finest middle and long distance runner Africa has ever produced. Location, location, location. There's a reason this age-old property adage has stuck around. That's because it's true. Zimbabwe's premier property developer, Cardinal Properties, has officially launched a project where location, location, location could not be better. Situated along a main dualized highway, close to all amenities with an upcoming modern retail center, this investment should not be missed out on. Visit our website, silverbrookestate.co.zw or call us on 0772-200-135. Silverbrook Estate, effortless living in Roa. As we continue to say, Cardinal Properties believes in transforming the face of areas in which we operate. And we're proud to say Rua is about to get a major change with Silverbrook Estate. But that's not all. Property values in the area are set for a major uplift when a retail center planned for 2023 actually comes to pass. It'll have 38 stores, including key anchor retail stores with some of the biggest brands in Zimbabwe. So it's not just about the development of the houses. There are other developments going up there. that retail center is going to be a major one. Now, with work already having commenced on high-quality infrastructure and roads, this development offers a good return on investment and is expected to give good capital growth over time. So whether you're a first-time owner or you're looking for an investment, this project is the answer for you. The greatest part of this awesome investment is the price. The average price of a stand is 39000 US dollars and there are payment terms available over 12 months with mortgages over five years is also available through bank arrangements. And now title deeds are available for all stands. So what are you waiting for? Call Josh Silcock on the following number 0772 200 135 That's 0772 200 135 Alternatively, you can visit our websites cardinalproperties.co.zw That's cardinalproperties.co.zw or silverbrookestate.co.zw ZW. You also find Josh's contact number on the website. Start your journey to effortless living in Rua at Silverbrook Estate. Another great development from Cardinal Properties. Power Profile on CFM Sport. The great stories of great athletes in the great events in the world of sport. Power Profile is brought to you by Cardinal Properties, Zimbabwe's most trusted property developer. Hi, this is Benjamin Luck. I'm on the Zimbabwe Davis Cup team, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Around the world in 60 seconds, international sports news. We serve off in England where Roger Federer says his decision to retire came after he stopped believing he could continue playing because of injuries. The 20-time Grand Slam champion is retiring from the sport after this weekend's Lava Cup in London. The Swiss has not played since Wimbledon 2021, after which he had a third knee operation. Mike, we always talk about knowing when to bow out, and I think Roger Federer has seen it for himself that it's it's time to put the racket up. I think he could have bowed out uh, about two or three years ago, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, he kept it going, and uh, I think at some point his body just uh, told him that uh, you couldn't carry on. Uh, he would have loved to have played a lot more than he did in the last three years, but unfortunately, those injuries just kept holding him back. In 
newsroom, Italy, Stefano Domenicali has admitted that there are not enough Formula One seats for great drivers such as Daniel Ricciardo, but believes the sport does not need any new teams as there's risk it would become too crowded. There are currently 10 teams and 20 seats in Formula One, which is fewer than most years in the sport's history, although a boom in popularity has significantly increased demand and interest in joining the grid. Barry, there's a comment there on Daniel Ricciardo that we have to talk about that he's a great driver. Uh, yeah. Has he lived up to the expectations? I, I, I think, look, that's 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 uh, just being generous to the man. Uh, he's a good driver, I think. Uh, harsh. I, I, no, I don't think he... <laughs> and great. Let's 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 leave greatness to the pantheon of your Max Verstappens, your Lewis Hamiltons, your... Maybe the context, I think it was meant, was mm. in the context of... Great. The select... Uh, the exclusivity of, uh, the, sport, of, of the sport, sport and seats, uh, okay, and uh, the amount of people that can actually become Formula One drivers. Sure, sure. Because Daniel Ricciardo is no, a no, great, no. is a good driver. Yeah. He's okay. No, no, in the context of the drivers, I don't yeah. think he's great. No. <laughs> yeah. So but, you agree? But but any sport, guys. I mean, this is different from soccer, rugby, yeah, yeah. cricket. This is just 20 guys. 20 guys can go world. to the top level. Yeah. That's it. Mm. It's 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 shut out. Yeah. And then you got reserve drivers. So, okay, add another 10. And that's 30 guys who mm. can be at the top level. Let's touch down in Australia where Darcy Swain may not miss many games for the Wallabies if he's banned for a dangerous clear-out, having been named in the Australia A squad. Wallabies' Lock Swain has been cited for a dangerous clear-out on the All Blacks' Quinn to Tupaia, which left the 23-year-old with a partially ruptured ACL, which will rule him out of action for at least three months. A decision on whether Swain will be banned is yet to be made, although if his actions are deemed to have warranted a red card, he will miss three games at least. Play of the day. The biggest artists with their biggest hits on the biggest show. ZFM Sport. Now, before we take our play of the day, news uh, reaching us is that the chief executive officer of the Premier Soccer League, Kennedy Ndebele, has lost his son and uh, under very tragic circumstances. Uh, so on behalf of the entire ZFM sport family and indeed probably the entire football family, would like to say, uh, may the Holy Spirit assuage the pain that you feel at this very difficult time. Yeah, I mean, just to think we had him on the show last, last, yeah, last week. And, last week. Uh, you know, uh, jolly good fella is yeah. Kenny Debele and uh, I just feel for him at this moment in time. Yeah, very difficult time. Fan Zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. Our station WhatsApp number is 0731168045. That's 0731168045. Twitter and Facebook follow and interact with at ZFM Sport. DJ Bongs in Eastley uh, says, uh, My condolences to Kenin Debele over the death of his son. I heard that sad, sad news earlier uh, today. So uh, that's uh, DJ Bongs. Thank you so much uh, for that. And of course, uh, if you're out in Bulawayo uh, and you're part of the football family, uh, head out to Montrose uh, to the Ndebele family and of course uh, uh, just meet up with Kenny there and uh, let's strengthen him. It must be very, very difficult, Chris, I mean, to lose uh, a child uh, and secondly, uh, one so young. I mean, uh, he was a, a young man in his mm. early 20s. When you take a look at just losing people in general, I don't think anyone 
can compare losing a child I think is one of the toughest, toughest things to go through and there's, there's honestly no words of comfort but I think if you can go and just be there with him I think it'll be great. You know, as I say Barry I think uh, someone said that uh, no parents should ever have to bury their child. Their child, yeah. yeah. There, there's an old adage that says and it's absolutely true uh, because it's, it's, a, it's a tough one uh, because you always assume that you are working for your children and your children will take care of you firstly and then they will be the ones to bury you so when it goes the other way it's a tough one eh? uh, keep your messages coming in 0731168045 good evening ZFM uh, since today's show is Wacky Wednesday allow me to deviate from the world of sport and venture into the beauty pageantry you introduced to us yesterday where Serena <laughs> uh, Serena uh, Williams was uh, pitted against Nicki Minaj as my verdict goes like this, uh, if the two were automobiles, as Serena would be a tractor and Nikki an SUV. Oh, come on! Drive them into town. Don't know what you're talking no, People about. give you different gazes, though both will serve the same purpose. No. <laughs> <laughs> Serena hater. Serena Williams. Okay, let's look for the typical SUV. You know, like I think for me, the discovery. Which it's, one? It's not. It's not. Which exa- one? The it's, not one? Yeah, it's not exactly a, a handsome car. The latest one. The, the yeah, but, but it's 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 a nice car. It's rugged. Yes. Okay. Yes, fine. It's, yeah. it's it's rugged and it's course. chunky, <laughs> uh, and that's it. It's not a Porsche Cayenne, for example. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. the the Euros. Yes. 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 It's not that. But, but, who's who are, but, but it, it, it serves, it serves that's why I'm saying Nicki Minaj and you know so to, to blink blink to far whatever no adik Serena Williams okay let's talk about meat heritage yeah no this conversation is going Serena Williams, my wings, KFC. I don't know, no, 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 man. Nicki Minaj, my wings. Then Serena Williams, Ibupa. My ribs. ribs. Yeah, my ribs. Ribs that have been I done th- properly. Yeah, the, you, the, the pork ones. You have, to, you, have, off you, have, you have to chew and get your hands dirty. Guys, you're having a conversation with millennials on WhatsApp mm. who have, they've no, they've never considered Serena Williams to be attractive in that way. Mm. Like I'd be mm. very surprised. Oh, there was a whole lot of nonsense oh. when she did get married about ah. Oh, why is she getting with a with a white dude? Ah, oh, this and that. And she, they used to call it. There's a name that they used to call it. They used to compare it to. Ah, uh, I'll think of it just now. But there was an actual it name wasn't that she was called on Twitter. No, not a tractor. Mm. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, let, let, let's let's move on because uh, this this conversation. Yeah, it was with Kapak. Okay. Uh, right. Master Bex in Sky says hi, guys. Haley Gabriel Salasi was a legend. You profiled there, and what an analysis uh, team you are. One of the finest in the world. Well, <laughs> when you wow. first mentioned his first name, I thought you were you were finished by uh, his uh, ah Haley Velapimulangi. <laughs> the legendary, the legendary news reader. <laughs> oh, that's a funny one, Master Bex. Uh, and then uh, Captain John Kambarami. Good evening, guys. And is Messi playing well or combination Yavo is now working Mushe? Uh, that is, of course, uh, Captain John Kambarami and Glenora Barry. Yeah, I think it's uh, both. Um, the combination is working and Messi is also playing very well. 
I mean, you were telling me about how uh, uh, Gautier uh, was saying that when the game plan fails, uh, he tells give his the players, ball to Messi. Give the ball to Messi. So Messi will figure it out. Uh, so he's playing well, but also I believe that the combinations are working well. Yeah, now the fans, you know, uh, Serena Williams are coming out. You know, BV in Kulumani says, Anzi, pork ribs marinated in honey. Kuseri. Yes, yes. Mm. yes, yes. <laughs> Ah, ah, test. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean first? <laughs> sounds like test. People are I like testing. this one. As the topic you went from farming equipment to luxury is used. And now as the Vakuma Another one here wants to contribute to the uh, Messi uh, discussion. And Messi is playing well, but Mbappe is selfish, and that is true. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Oh man. Yeah, look, we. We, we we termed Mbappe correctly, I believe, you know, on yesterday's uh, um, show. I'll use the French. He, Mbappe is now the French enfant terrible. He uh, he he's ungovernable. He yes. believes that he is the franchise uh, at Paris Saint Germain, and he's been made to believe that. So. Uh, his selfishness comes from the fact that that contract that he signed basically made him an You know what I think? I really think there's no one telling yes. him, listen, you're taking They're this a bit him too up, far. Yeah. Everyone's gassing him up, including his parents. There's rumors that his mom gets into it with other players, whether it's at PSG or with the French national uh, team. She goes off at them. So his attitude is being coddled. All right. And the high ZFM sports team, and the high ZFM sports team, Yes, I am. SC300. Mike, can I give a quick update on the cricket? Yes, please. Okay, so the UAE has come into bat. They need 117 runs. Uh, from uh, now, they faced uh, three balls. Uh, the first ball that they faced, four. Second ball they faced, wicket. Third ball, now with the new batsman who's come in, who's uh, Ego Dage, four. Shucks. Okay, so so uh, you, you know what it tells me. Yeah. Uh, they, it, it tells me that they feel like if they can get a good start, yes, yeah. in the power play, yeah, uh, and to put a bit of scoreboard pressure on the Zimbabweans, they may be able to get over the line. So th- we are playing a side that's desperate, that knows that if they lose, they're out of it. They're out of it. Uh, yeah. And I think in our fielding and our bowling, we've got to show an equal amount of desperation yeah. as well. And what I've seen is they're playing cricket shots, which is a concerning one for Zimbabwe, that's for sure. Right. Let's get into the football. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. ZFM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. Stand for waterfalls and Serena E Range Rover and Nikki ESUV Jaguar and Vesari Bulls, but Range Rover Kwakumbe. Wow, anyway, let's talk football where Tottenham Hotspur are reported becoming increasingly concerned uh, by Bayern Munich's interest in star striker Harry Kane. The England captain is a target for the Bavarian and they have been vocal in their admiration of the forward. And of course, this all started when Julian Nagelsmann, a guy that you don't like or fancy very much, uh, Chris, <laughs> he fueled the fire uh, during the off-season when he insisted that Kane would score plenty of goals in the Bundesliga. Do you feel like he was just commenting about uh, a fellow professional and his admiration of one of the best strikers in the world? 
or he was already throwing or sowing those seeds to say, you know what, we may well come and get you. Yeah, 100% sowing seeds and to some extent potentially putting a bit of pressure on the Bayern Munich hierarchy as well. When you're making, when you see managers making those kind of public statements, it's not just admiration and more often than not, you see those players actually make the move, especially after the manager himself has come out publicly to make a declaration like that. Barry, we've seen Bayern Munich and we've watched them for years and years, especially over the last five or six years where we really admire the system that's been built uh, at the Allianz Arena. Uh, This is a team that has been one of the most efficient and ruthless teams, but they've lost their spearhead and that's Lewandowski. He's gone off to Catalonia. He's joined Barcelona and everything has gone hunky-dory with him. Not so with Bayern Munich. They're clearly lacking a striker. Harry Kane for you, easy plug and play. We, we we spoke about it yesterday, um, and when we when we were talking about in the, the words of Alos, in the, in the words of Alos, uh, we 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 talked about the fact that uh, Bayern Munich are missing the arrowhead that they had with Robert Lewandowski. Why? Because the, we know that Bayern Munich classically, no matter who's on the on the on the bench, uh, Mike Madoda could be in the dugout at Bayern Munich, and the box entries for Bayern Munich will be plenty. Okay, so they get there. They haven't got somebody who can then be as efficient as they need to be. Now, Sadio Mane is getting chances. It's not that they're not creating chances, but he's not as efficient as uh, uh, Robert Lewandowski. So, Gary Kane would succeed. Let's spread the conversation a bit here because uh, there's a message that's caught my eye. And uh, you don't tell us who you are, but you say, imagine if Cristiano Ronaldo joined Bayern Munich. All these haters and biased media would have blamed him for current for them currently sitting fourth on the table. Imagine if Ronaldo had gone to Chelsea and Tuchel was sacked with Ronaldo in the team. All the blame would go to Ronaldo. You all would hear Chelsea this, Chelsea, that's talent out in Glenview. Now, for me, why didn't they buy Chris Ronaldo? Because if, if we're talking about plug and play, first of all, let's talk about Bayern Munich. Uh, they didn't seem so keen. In fact, they didn't seem keen uh, on, 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 on getting Ronaldo as a short-term fix, possibly whilst they wait for uh, Harry Kane to become available. Yeah. Uh, why didn't they go for Ronaldo? I think I think we need to be honest with ourselves in terms of Ronaldo as a personality, bringing him into a team, first of all, and also the returns that you're getting from Ronaldo now. I think Ronaldo's the kind of player, yes, the way that he plays at the moment would kind of suit the Bayern Munich system if they just want a few more goals. But Bayern Munich does not seem to me like a short-term plug-and-play kind of club in the first place because you're going to switch things around in order to accommodate Ronaldo and boom, bang, bang, it's not working anymore. You still need to bring in the Harry Kane. After also that hefty paycheck that you need to pay Cristiano Ronaldo, he doesn't come for cheap either. He doesn't come for cheap. And also the other thing as well, I I know talent, you're obviously a big uh, thing Ronaldo fan, but Barry, the other thing to consider is that it's not just Bayern that turned down the opportunity to sign Ronaldo. It's not just uh, Chelsea. Mm. It's Napoli. It's Borussia Dortmund. It's Inter Milan. Mm. It's AC Milan. So many clubs turned down the opportunity and there is a reason why. Real Madrid. So there's a a, a sign. Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid. Barcelona. 
every every glamorous city in in uh, Paris Saint-Germain, every glamorous city in Europe turned down Ronaldo. And the reason I believe is yes, the the, the paycheck and Chris is bang on. That was probably the primary reason. The secondary reason is that Ronaldo is a victim of his own success. The law of diminishing returns has kicked in with Ronaldo, so he's not going to have 20 goal seasons any longer. As he's going to give you your uh, 13, 14, 15. So at that price. To buy 15 goals and everything that comes with Ronaldo, it's too much of an effort. It's too much of an effort. And of course, uh, we want to hear from you your thoughts on that one. Ronaldo fans are, in, uh, you know, they're very defensive uh, of their stars. <laughs> 0731 168045. I think they, they need to be, Chris, almost like uh, Ronaldo has or should have been, I think, should have almost tried to redefine himself. I think the likes of Zlatan Ibrahimovic, he then began to become almost a facilitator in attack. Rather than to say, I'm the guy who's going to score 25 goals. I think Zlatan is now happy laying it off for the younger, speedier strikers to score. We've seen even Messi at PSG. He's no longer about goal scoring. He's more about playmaking. And I think Ronaldo perhaps should have evolved his game more to that. He, he should have evolved his game But I think what we know about Ronaldo Is if anything He is chasing those records And he wants the record. He wants the headline He wants the headline He wants to be the centre of attention When a pass doesn't come to him In a particular game He absolutely loses his mind Behaves like a petulant child And when you're taking a look at that that's not the kind of person who's going to be comfortable with changing how they play because of how old they are now and simply the fact that they can't do certain things he's going to keep on staying in that one particular dimension and being a one-dimensional player now doesn't work anymore. Wayne from Tata says it's because they don't have money to pay him. CR7 is still better than many stars. You know what? A, a lot of people believe that, you know what? Marido, Bayern Munich is a very wealthy club. Very wealthy, very wealthy. Club, yeah. uh, So is PSG. But, so is PSG. But just because money is the being money. paid 300 and, uh, what, 350 350,000 euro a week. So yeah. it's not about the money. It's not about they don't have money to no. pay him and also secondly I think the other thing that people he's being paid that money at a United side that won't start him now. that won't start him and that, that's a sign to everybody that mm. he's not starting in the United side uh, a United side that, that is, is winning games yes and is on the right trajectory ostensibly uh, but a United side is not exactly pulling up trees uh, they're not blowing the lights out so uh, that is a sign that the law of diminishing ret- father time has caught up with Ronaldo the league that makes football all so beautiful. Where artistry and strokes of genius are the order of any day. Where the game is played with a smile and Luis Suarez adds some bite. Suarez! Oh, superb! Two goals in barely a minute. All the news from the Spanish La Liga on CFM Sport. Now, Real Madrid's Marco Asensio turned down the chance to categorically rule out a move to Barcelona after being linked with a sensational move across the classical divide. Asensio is out of contract with Madrid at the end of the season. While he is not ruled out extending his eight-year stay at the club, there are no renewal talks. And uh, that uh, situation, Chris, is what's led a lot to the speculation that we see now abounding uh, in some of the major publications in Spain and uh, major news outlets in Europe. Because simply because because the club hasn't put any deal before him and time is running out on his current contract. Yeah, and when you take a look at that situation, you're going to be getting 
a lot of news that's abounding and even something that's I think in Spanish in um, in terms of Spanish football a little bit scandalous because of the kind of speculation that's supposed to be there and ostensibly is not. Barry, it makes it uh, slightly easier for him, I think, uh, to make the divide because one, he's not a Real Madrid product. No. So he he wasn't produced by Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. He joined them from Mallorca. Yes. Uh, and uh, so it wouldn't really be uh, a, a, he wouldn't the be selling betrayal. out. It wouldn't no. be the great betrayal, would it? It, w- it wouldn't. Uh, uh, and in truth, we, we've seen the switches between the clubs. Um, probably the, the most infamous being uh, Luis Figo. Uh, but but uh, this one wouldn't be necessarily a great betrayal. I think Marco Asensio still has a lot to offer. And I think that Barcelona, should the deal go through, uh, will be getting a player who can fit into their system because he is a player who can play between the lines, who can, can uh, link up play. Uh, and I think that uh, still has a lot to offer. All right, uh, let's go uh, to our interactive platform here because uh, messages are coming in and a lot of people wanted to talk and uh, chime in uh, on the Ronaldo issue. Uh, first of all, let's address this one. Hansa, how far in you? Zach Greenwood uh, I think he he was registered by Manchester United Chris but uh, he's still not training with the club Yeah, a lot of legal red tape there. yeah a lot of legal red tape and I think also PR red tape I think the Greenwood situation um, just when you take a look at it contextually in terms of social politics at the moment I think is not a, was not a good look for the club as a whole so bringing him back into the system is going to be a little bit more difficult than you would think all right, and Ronaldo will destroy the dressing room, so clubs are staying away from that. So it's not an indictment on his ability, but uh, perhaps uh, on the uh, dressing room influence that uh, people think he might or might not have. Master Bex is back and he says, guys, about this Ronaldo dude, we must realize that time and chance happen to them all. Look at, uh, I don't know who's this, uh, at F- Formula QS, whatever. Okay, Formula One. I think. He, well, I don't know what he's trying to say, but it's true. Time yeah. and chance happen to the best. Happen, happen to the Thierry best. Thierry Henry Agashka Pera. Thierry Henry. Ronaldinho Agashka Pera. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Zidane. And even Messi Agashka Pera. It's going to happen to them all. They, they, they are all going to listen. I almost shed a tear when Zidane had to had to retire from football, uh, but because of what we enjoyed, we thought we'd never see the like again. And then there was Messi, and, and then there was Ronaldo. So it, it, it happens to them all. And we should accept it without diminishing the contribution that he has made to football over the time that he's played it. Ronaldo, I find that MLS Autoramari Jisina pressure that Stan Pa Waterfalls. He's, uh, what is it, 38 years old now? Mm. Uh, and to be honest, he's had a longer career than most. Yeah. At yep. the age of 38. Uh, do you reckon that uh, a move in that direction, Chris, is around the corner now? I think I think it was around the corner a little while ago. <laughs> but when you take a look at Ronaldo again, he's there for the records, the attention, the glitz, the glam. And I don't think when it comes to football globally, there's still a big focus on Europe. I don't think the MLS, maybe now that they've got different broadcast partners and all of that, yes, maybe they're getting a bit more uh, attention globally now. But I don't think Ronaldo would have taken an MLS move, I think, before this year, before this season, because of the fact that he's not able to get it's the Ronaldo attention that he's used. Is, is, is the problem that he wants to carry on playing at a top club? Then? Yes, he wants to carry on because playing I, I at a top feeling, club. I mean, look, look at Diego Costa. He's going to Wolves. Yes, it's not about money for Ronaldo. It's not... Uh, yes, he wants to maintain his lifestyle, still build up the, the, the finances, sure. But he wants to keep playing at a top level. Uh, almost mirroring Lionel Messi 
to ensure that he's got a chance to continue to make the records. The, the main thing that was the problem here, Champions League records, guys. That was the issue. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my Toria's super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Right, uh, football is back and there's one game that's on tonight and that is of course uh, in the UEFA Nations League and that game will see Scotland in action taking on the Ukraine uh, but of course uh, the big boys will all be back in play tomorrow and France resume their Nations League A Group 1 duties at home to Austria tomorrow uh, having seen their hopes of back-to-back titles crash and burn Le Bleu are facing the prospect of a devastating relegation to League B while their visitors are not much better off sitting in third place with four points to their name. Now, French football pundit uh, Julien Laurence says that French football is a complete mess at the moment. Tim, but French football in general at very different level, line, absolutely turmoil. It's a complete mess what the national team is going through. So close to the World Cup where they will try to retain the title and be the first team since Brazil in 1962 to do so. But right now, Didier Deschamps is thinking, what the hell is happening? Because it's just crazy from Paul Pogba's and his situation, of course, his own brother being in jail for trying to extort money from him with some childhood friends to all the injuries that Didier Deschamps has right now in his own squad. Up to 12 players who could all be starters are out. Pogba, Conte, Rabiot, Kimpembe, the two Hernandez brothers, Kingsley Coman, Karim Benzema. And, and many more, all of them are out, not long-term injuries, but certainly for those two games in the Nations League against Austria in France and then away in Denmark on, on Sunday. This is a huge blow not to have them for the last rehearsal, really, before going to the World Cup. Z. Barry, it wouldn't be France, would it, without a bit of drama? It, it, it certainly wouldn't. And I like the way you put that because, shucks, there is a lot of drama happening around uh, France. Even the, the players that are available for selection and fit are deciding not to pitch up for photo ops <laughs> and all sorts. So it's wild. It's just a camp that's in, in turmoil. However, France always implodes like this. Uh, just before uh, a major tournament and that's what then decides how they will perform so for me I think they're already playing their World Cup Alright, uh, let's, uh, let's move on <laughs> and the Netherlands will be looking to move one step closer to booking their place in the Nations League semi-finals when they travel to Warsaw to face Poland Poland in the penultimate League A Group 4 tie tomorrow night while the hosts have won only four of their last ten international home matches La Orange are unbeaten in each of their last seven on the road in all competitions the Dutch five, six years ago they were in absolute turmoil Chris, uh, mm. but they have bounced back spectacularly and they're building up nicely. Nobody's talking about them as uh, being one of the favourites for the World Cup yeah. and they will probably like that because they can just progress at their own mm. pace and possibly be one of the dark horses for the tournament. Yeah, they can continue to progress without any kind of pressure and I think that's the best situation to be in without the pressure of expectation. They've already started off their Nations League campaign with a 2-1 win and I think when you also just take a look at the, the quality of players that they've got at their disposal least of all Virgil van Dijk um, 
uh, at the center of a back three there. I think they've got a good chance and again, really great opportunity for them to go in without the pressure of expectation. And of course, they currently top a very competitive group uh, that has got a Belgium who sit in second, a Poland in third that boasts, of course, the talents of Robert Lewandowski uh, and a plucky Welsh side in fourth. Now, key upcoming matches tomorrow night, Group A1, Croatia versus Denmark, France versus Austria, and then Group A4, Belgium versus Wales and Poland versus the Netherlands. It'll be Lewandowski, Barry, taking on Virgil van Dijk. Yeah, should be an interesting one, especially with the form that Lewandowski currently is in. Tomorrow, Alois is on with a fantastic uh, interview. Who's he, who's he speaking to, Sean? Sunday. Uh, Sunday, Sunday Chizamba. Marimo Chizamba, whichever you like. I prefer Marimo. Chizamba just watered things down for me. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) with all due respect, it's his name. But uh, we grew up. Sunday Marimo. Marimo, yes. Yeah, storied career in football and then also one of the most successful coaches uh, to come out of Zimbabwe. Sunday Chizambwa. Morfu will be on the show with Alois Bunjira. So don't miss out. It'll be a nice 30 minutes uh, spent at that time. And then on Friday, we'll build up to what should be a fantastic weekend. For now, may God richly bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manandi, out. from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Bundled, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.